Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars with my friends Lisa Traeger and Stephanie Haas. It's not the most uplifting episode. We don't live in the most uplifting times. This was recorded uh, in the evening of Tuesday, July 14th. For future context, if you want to know why uh, the three of us aren't as happy as we usually are, um, pick up a newspaper from uh, Thursday, Tuesday, June 14th, 2020. We do have a Patreon account. Go to youmeetthemeverybody.com and go to the About page. And it's there or it's in the podcast description because, uh, unfortunately, we very much need money because it's the middle of a pandemic. Maybe the middle, maybe the start. We're in the midst of a pandemic. Shay better win this thing. Lisa, you seem to have very strong opinions about the most recent edition of Drag Race All-Stars. Is that correct? I just can't believe Alexis is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Blair's not really that good at anything. Um, what about her actual look? Yeah, fashion. Yeah, that counts. It counts, but no one ever applauds just a fashion queen. Sure. Uh, but who who do you send home based on just this week's Drag Race All-Stars? Not the entire season, but just the most recent episode. Who would you have sent home? I would have voted Blair St. Clair. Yeah. Stephanie? Yeah, it seemed like... Oh, sorry. Now I have a siren. Uh, it seemed like the clear time to send Blair home. Um, I I agree. Like, I don't... I'm not... I'm not getting anything from her other than pretty. I, I would like to. It seems like there's something more that she's expressing, like, based mm-hmm. on, um, on... Well, she also and- seemed shocked. You know, she was just like, I'm not going home. You guys, there's no way. And I'm like, there mm. is a way. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, she was just like so that. shocked to be in the bottom, and that shocked me. What did you think of our winner, Miss Cracker? Undeserved, again. Undeserved, she, really? Oh, yeah. Shay should have won. And then also, I don't think I realized how short Miss Cracker was until this challenge. Mm-hmm. For the challenge or for the lip sync? For the lip sync. No, yeah. no, for the crazy cousin. When she came out in the crazy mm-hmm. cousin dress, mm-hmm. that's when I finally was like, oh, you're like fucking lollipop guild. So <laughs> short. Uh, Stephanie, if you have to guess your final three right now, who are you guessing? Blair, or no, not Blair. Sorry, Cracker, uh, Cracker, Juju, and Shay. Mm-hmm. I oh, have to I believe Blair's looking, going home next. I have to. I am, I am looking at Blair St. Clair's cousin outfit, and I did like it. She just there doesn't bring it, though. Like, the outfit was fun, and then are you going to actually, you know, like, she's not good at acting or pretending or... You know? Did you see her, like, the other people talking about her passion for drag and her passion for, like, her character and stuff? I, I wish we would see some of that, because I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, I do not know what Blair wants us to see in her. So, are, Stephanie, are you assuming that, that those connections were all made outside of the show? I think that those, I think that what they're referring to must be happening off camera, because I don't Okay, see, yeah, I that's kind of what I'm getting being, at. Like, passionate about drag or like passionate about her character or like presenting a well-developed character as they're talking about like i'm not mm-hmm. seeing any of that i'm just seeing a competent look queen yeah yeah i think you're right what about okay hey 
Shay did deserve to win. I'm thinking back. Did Shay or Juju? It should have been Shay or Juju But once again, I don't think Miss Cracker was completely undeserved of the win. It's just I had other people that I prefer. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm looking at the Miss um, Cracker's outfit and it was cute. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. And and uh, her presentation in the in the cousin, uh, sorry, not cousin, the uh, the cookout challenge, I thought was the most unique of all of them. It was the most outside of the box. Oh, I love the watermelon. I mean, I loved it. I would have worn yeah, it. Yeah, but the watermelon one was great, but the watermelon, are you referring to Jujubee? Yeah, who are you talking so you're about? Referring to, I'm referring to the actual like costume that they made for the first part. Oh, got it. Essentially, like, the trailer trash person. I thought that was the most inventive of all of them. I think Jujubee's was the best, and I think Shay's was probably my favorite. So, once again, any of those three, I'm in, but... No, you're right. Jujubee, that big hat was cool, and she had the most, like, maybe unique, realized character. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did also like the watermelon. And then Shay's t-shirt is... both a reference to a past thing and just like brilliant and like I, and she made her own little chip bag. It was such a good thing. Did you see on Instagram? It had Tweety Bird on the back. That's great. Oh, that's great. <sighs> I um, I was reading an interview with Alexis uh, in Vulture and mm-hmm. she said something. She's like, people watch this show with their favorites already in their head. And oh I yeah. I feel that way where I'm like Shay is the winner and that's it. Where <laughs> I forgot that Jujubee really turned it out. Yeah, Jujubee was so good. Jujubee's been crushing this season. Yeah, I'm like looking at this watermelon dress and then thinking about that hat and the character. I'm just like, whoa, I keep kind of not even thinking about Jujubee because I'm so focused, laser focused on Shay. I've, I've actually, gone I had a completely different read on this episode and I was texting with Brandon and and your wife about it, but like, I, I thought Shay was going to go home and I thought Alexis was going to win. Yeah. I don't understand Shay's outfit. Wait, which outfit? The one she made. She made both. No, they only made the second one, didn't they? No, no, no. I thought they made, like, so you're saying someone else made, well, the t-shirt. Oh, I mean, dr- like, not, not the t-shirt. I don't understand the gingham. Okay, I understand what you're saying there. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it kind of reminded me of a Naomi Smalls outfit, like a performance outfit. It looked unfinished to me. I thought they were going to say, you know, you helped everyone else too much and didn't leave enough time to finish your own outfit, and now you're wearing unfinished strips of fabric. Mm. Oh, I thought she had, like how I'm saying Jujubee had the most realized character, I think for this this outfit, it's the most realized. I think it's like a vision, yeah, genre bending, fashion forward, like quirky. I just think it's like I've never seen anything like it. I think you, Stephanie, you, you were on the right path if it wasn't an unconventional materials challenge as well as just a, a sewing challenge. Because like the reason why a lot of it looked unfinished is because like she's using like doilies, like that can't be easy to sew, and therefore you kind of have a bigger leash when it comes to uh, the construction of a couture dress made from random picnic materials. I'm also not a fashion person. So like, I recognize that I might just not be getting it, but I thought Alexis looked great. I thought she was going to win. Yes. Oh, the kiddie pool thing was beautiful and brilliant. And like, I'm surprised I haven't seen that before. 
Yeah. I mean, there okay. have been some like non drag race girls who do, you know, like, like there's a, there's a lot of cool nineties drag looks with, where, uh, you know, people would be dressed as like tables or fireplaces or furnaces or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah, Alexis has a lot less followers than I anticipated. I think that's an age thing. Okay, not a racism thing. Um, she's so popular. I'm really shook right hmm. now. Alexis? Yeah, she only has three hundred twenty-six thousand. Yeah, but like, let's think about when she was on Drag Race and what was popular. I wonder if she has got like more Facebook followers than anyone under 30 because she cared about that more. Yeah. She also kind of quit drag for a while and was just like focusing on being a drag mother. Really? Yeah. I think she talked about Mm -hmm. it in, um, in her episode of what's your packet. Yeah. (laughs) How do you just focus on that? You don't perform and you just coach. Yeah. She was, she was raising uh, Vanjie. Oh man. Vanjie's so good. Um, Can we talk about uh, the most recent edition of Canada's Drag Race? Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because what I want to talk about is sort of over, like, is a bigger idea than, like, critiquing outfits here. I initially loved Canada's Drag Race. I thought it was maybe even better than All-Stars. But this week, I watched uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, and then as soon as it was over, started on Canada's Drag Race again. And it just highlighted how much better Drag Race All-Stars are in every single level. That being said, I do still love Canada's Drag Race. There's a there's a wonderful charm. But I think I was just so pleasantly surprised that it surpassed my love of Drag Race and Drag Race All-Stars, and it was unplaced, and that Drag Race All-Stars is a superior product. It was just nice to see young, deserving people from Canada during COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're it's it's fun with these new seasons, these new countries doing drag race because it's like this untapped pool and it's and they're excited to be on TV. But yeah, and any season of All Stars is going to be a baseline pretty good season because mm-hmm. you're dealing with like the most competent queens who already have TV experience. Yeah, that's true. But do you think any of it is like Maybe my disappointment, and I think it's fair to say your disappointment too, because none of us were that plussed about this season until somewhat recently, is because it was literally back-to-back with standard drag race. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to both of you. <laughs> yes. Because this is, is this the one of the, it's one of the rare times where like there's not even a week break between the finale and All-Stars. We had no anticipation. It was just like, here's some more stuff. Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's the fact that it's... Um, well, let's for not forget it was supposed to be on Showtime. And I understand that completely, yes. It was given to us as a gift. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Are we... Am I... Was I just a... Was I just a spoiled brat and didn't appreciate the earlier episodes of this season because it came off the heels on a very good standard Drag Race season? Yeah, and I, I think also... This is a season where we have a clear winner, or we think we do. Um, and that's happened a couple of times before, but there's also been like all these other queens that we're super excited about. You know, even in the Alaska season, like we knew mm-hmm. Alaska was probably going to win, but like Katya is still really exciting. Detox is still really exciting. Yeah. Roxy was there. Uh, <laughs> but, 
But you know, yeah. Like, what did you two think of Roxy's uh, lip sync assassin performance? Oh, Her great butt looked good. Yeah, those are implants, right? They've got to be right. But could we all agree those are very good implants? I don't know if it's an implant or injections or like the science of cosmetic shit, but something's done to that booty for sure. Yeah. But she looked incredible, and I'm not really a Roxy fanatic, and I was like, oh, you are slaying, you're mm -hmm. amazing, you look great, you're doing it. Does any part of you think that it would be better if the Lip Sync Assassin was the same every week until they were eliminated, and then they, they were also vying for a cash prize? I want them to have a cash prize, but I like a different person every week, and I also yeah. wanted to add, it actually made me pissed watching the, the Lip Sync, because... I was like, ew, if Shay was here, this would be an incredible, like, who's mm. it gonna be? Like, they probably would have interacted with each other. I was just, like, so mad Miss Cracker was doing the lip sync. Like, give her the money, I don't care. Like, can we just get a Shay up there? Yeah. So it seems like Shay is the one show you want to see of the <laughs> remaining queens. Like, if you're going to go to a live show, you'd want to see Shay perform. Yeah. Lee, uh, sorry, Stephanie? No, Alexis, too. Oh, you would equally and on the same page as Shay. I just really loved her the first episode that in the orange and like that big ass dance for the talent mm -hmm. show. And if it was that, I would want that. Oh, That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Stephanie? I would also say Jujubee. I love Jujubee. I think she's great. Yeah. This is such a it's it's a, such a surprisingly good season. And it started out so not good to me. I think I was just uh depressed in general and COVID out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. We can relate. <laughs> I thought you guys are doing great and super happy. Dude. I, it is just <laughs> like, fuck. You, so you, Lisa, you've been in uh, Illinois for what now? Two weeks. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I got here June 29th or 30th. Yeah. Yeah, um, and as of right now, it's just going indefinitely. You're going to be in town indefinitely? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's Is any I'm part of you glad you're in Illinois rather than California because California appears to be reshutting down? Well, I'm not going anywhere anyways in either. So, yeah. like, I did go to the beach and jump into the lake, and mm -hmm. uh, like, from the pier. Mm -hmm. And then when I was walking back to the car with the mask, like I had never seen that many people before except for a protest. But like, I was like walking around a busy area and I had never mm -hmm. done that since the beginning. Did everyone have a mask on? Mm, walking and yeah, but not in like clusters. So like sure. even me, like when I was at my spot where I wanted to be by the water, I was not wearing a mask. Oh sure. Well that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, did you feel comfortable? Yeah, I did hate when people would walk a little too close. And then when mm -hmm. I I also one time needed help pulling myself out of the pier. So someone had to touch me. So that might ruin everything. <laughs> because yeah. I did need to get dragged out of the water. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're not dead. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, the suburbs are Fingers crazy. crossed you're not going to be future dead from trying to not be dead in the water. No, I'm not leaving anywhere anymore. I am just like in the burbs and like yeah. committed to doing nothing, mm -hmm. I guess. Except aiding 
and what needs to be done. Yeah. Stephanie, you were in the city proper. Does any part of you wish you weren't in the city proper? Um, I mean, like on a large scale, you know, on a, like, like a grand life scale, I think we're all assessing what's important to us and how, mm-hmm. you know, the, our entire society is a ridiculous construct that isn't working um, and isn't meant to help people. So like, yeah, do I dream about moving to the country and living off the grid with all my friends? Yeah. But uh, that that's about it. There's not, there's not like a, there's not a real version of that that I want to do, you know? Okay. But let's say your boyfriend is able to work remotely and you're able to work remotely, same jobs. And in one month from today, you could live anywhere in this country. Where would you be living? I'd rather be in LA with my friends, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't that think I would, Yeah, I don't think that I would choose at this moment in time to leave a city. Yeah. So, I would just like to live closer to Katie McVeigh. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Because you like loud short people, and that's why you're a huge Miss Cracker fan. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> Katie McVeigh and Ms. Cracker have a lot of shared similarities. And uh, the biggest one, the biggest difference is, uh, I don't think Katie McVeigh's ever won a $10,000 cash prize. No, not that I know of. Uh, Lisa, did you know that Shea Coulee has a green thumb? No. Stephanie, did you know that Shea Coulee has a green thumb? How do you know? She doesn't really post about her plans. Because on July 5th on Twitter.com, a social media platform, she tweeted out, my tomato plants are officially taller than I am. I bet you didn't know I also had a green thumb, huh? And then shared a small 13-second video of her tomatoes. And this is the thing that makes me hopeful about society as a whole. Because, listen, clearly it's not built to last. But one of the few things we are meant to do as a human, as a society is to grow things, grow the drag community, grow the podcasting community, literally grow fruits and vegetables from our garden. Now, if a drag queen that has a – how many followers does she have? I'm going to look this up really quick. I apologize. That has th- – oh, that's depressing. Only 305,000, but still. If she encourages 1% of her followers to become gardeners, an off-the-grid society filled with drag race fans is completely possible. What's possible? All right. 